So mm. it's uh, Q2. It's Q2. <laughs> Don't you dare round up. I have a grape. <laughs> I would say this is a mutual grape. Mutual grape. We were griping about this on the phone earlier today. <laughs> There's a thing right now where, what date is it? It's the beginning of April. April 11th. Yeah. And someone the other day was like, well, it's almost May, so... <laughs> And I was like, actually, it's not. First of all, all, shut the fuck up. <laughs> My blood. It's the first week of April. <laughs> Factually, it has not tipped over into even halfway through no, April. We're not at the 15th. You cannot round up. You must round down. Honestly, we are closer to March than we are May. So it's almost March. Yeah, if you're going to round, round down. Exactly. Round back. I really feel like it's mid March. <laughs> oh my God, actually. I totally still thought it was last week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm like getting weird February vibes. Yeah. I'm sick of people being like, oh my God, the year's almost over. I'm like, what are you talking about? We're in month four. There's actually 37 weeks left in the year <laughs> and 265 days. It's that's a lot. A lot. It's, listen, it's, it's a, a lot. lot. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know math, but that's like a lot of weeks. It's a lot of numbers, yeah. a lot of days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So stop rounding that. Factually incorrect, and it's fucking rude. <laughs> it's so rude. Just let us be on time. Why is everyone rushing to get done with their lives? Like, why are we rushing to, like, be in a new time? Let's slow down. For your mental well-being, for my mental well-being. Every week counts. Deep breaths. Hey. What's up? Hi. Who are you? I'm Michelle. I'm Wallace. Hey, Wallace. And welcome to Good For You. Good for you, man. Good for you. Good for you. A podcast about the purchases that haunt us. Being capitalism critical. And the intersection yeah. of being a, being a thoughty goblin girl. And having an existential shopping crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just I'm like waffling between the two. Yeah. Which one is going to be today? I'm on the threshold. One, one? <laughs> one foot in each yeah. world. <laughs> we have a pretty unhinged episode coming for you. If you are not prepared to think about some things, to maybe realize some things, I would say skip ahead to the haunted cart. <laughs> <laughs> If you want to have fun <laughs> and not think about supply chain issues. <laughs> no, no, no. The only, only the middle was the really, like, you know, intellectual we deep got dive. into it. The rest, though. Because we smart. Lightweight. We so smart. Smooth brain. Smooth brain for the first 15 minutes. Five minute intermesh of deep dive. Then mm, Gabagool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a meat. Gabagool. <laughs> <laughs> and then we Gabagool our haunted carts. So that's that. Happy Friday. Bing, bang, boom. I don't think I can control myself. These are called V-Line Lifting Hydrogel Collagen Mask with Hyaluronic Acid and Aloe Vera Extract. I feel like I just didn't even speak English. I got scammed into buying these from an influencer. Well, I'm ready to test out this. You know that Nora Ephron book, I feel bad about my neck? I don't even feel bad about my neck. <laughs> I think my neck is just fine. Every once in a while, I do look at my neck and I'm like, wow, those those lines. They call it tech neck. Oh, God. Otherwise, it would just be called <laughs> aging. Gravity. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> okay, neck. so we're going to put on these little, sort of like, it's sort of like a, a double chin. Chin strap. Like chin, yeah, it's like a chin chiseling. Hannibal Lecter chin strap. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, this is the top. This is the bottom. The, this part. Like this. Okay. And you stretch it. And then you leave it on for 30 minutes, which is like the length of this episode. Wait, so I'm going like this? It's supposed to go around my ears? My face is not that little. No, you is this for children? Mask for ants? <laughs> okay. Put it over your ears. Wow. Oh, I wonder if we're going to be able to talk and do this. Actually, it's really, it's pretty comfortable. <laughs> I don't hate it. Actually, I feel super supported. I feel, I feel so like <laughs> held in, you know. All right. It's tough, but it's good. It's tough, but it's good. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Let me try this.
I do feel my, like my ears are like. Sort of st- <laughs> I can't. I can't with this. Oh, my head's too big. No, it's not. It's yes, not. It, it stretches. It <laughs> stretches. <laughs> it's too big. <laughs> my jaw is too chiseled. <laughs> you know, I love a strong jaw. I guess that's what this is supposed to do. Yeah, I think it's supposed to like, it's sort of like a bra for your jaw. It's a jaw bra. It's a jaw hammock. Yeah, no, that looks really good. <laughs> it looks great. <laughs> Just what I've always wanted. You actually look like Kate Hudson because her <laughs> ears kind of stick out. <laughs> oh my God, it's so true. Yeah, you look just like Kate Hudson. You do. <laughs> call someone call Fabletics. <laughs> okay, do you think that we can make it through the whole podcast with these on? I mean, they're kind of cooling. I know it feels good. It feels nice. I'm not mad. <laughs> I f- I do feel help. I thought I would have like some self hatred, like I would like feel bad for about this, but I actually feel like it's kind of comfortable. Like I kind of like it. It's cozy. I never put moisturizer on my neck or my chin, so yeah. I'm like, that's probably probably good for my neck skin too bad no one will ever see this part of my face (laughs) you can start taking pictures from under though (laughs) that's really what this is for (laughs) honestly i feel like i would buy this again i really like this (laughs) this is a surprise not scam who where what influencer influenced you i have no idea i cannot remember remember you just blacked out (sighs) yeah i just was like i think i need that (laughs) yeah exactly i was like i want that really bad but she was someone who was like talking about how she feels bad about her double chin and didn't want to get like cool sculpting or something i feel like my face objectively looks better i know (laughs) god damn it how do you sculpt tighten and define your jawline Mm. eliminate double chin and saggy skin if you wear it these say like broad broad (laughs) claims but these are Stilia Beauty, everyone. S-T-Y-L-I-A. How much was it? I think it was like $6. They, they weren't expensive. I feel like a reusable one of these I would be really into. Oh, yeah. Like a <laughs> one that you could put in the freezer? Yes, 100%. <laughs> yeah, no, that would cool feel sculpt. so good. Because what I like about this is that it's cold. Yeah, cool sculpt at home. Yeah. I got, you know, those little ice cubey things, the round ice cubes that I've been using, the ice clubs? I'm obsessed. Should I add to cart? Yeah, they're only like 15 bucks. They're on sale at Derm Store. I did see that. They're having a pretty good st- store. <laughs> yeah. I did a, by the way, everyone who's listening, I did a little shop our shelf of the best, oh, the best finds of like everything that we've talked about that's all on sale and like really good deals. That's a sales. great list. Yeah. You should, go, you should go check it out. Check it out. Check out the shop my shelf. Anyways, double chin mask. I keep touching my face. Like I'm like touching my own stubble or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I have a fake beard yeah. and I'm just like. <laughs> Mm. That's exactly what you look like. <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> pondering things. It feels so good. It kind of feels like a second skin. Wait, like Stilia sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> what is some it? witchcraft. It's, it just feels amazing. I wish it kind of went down like my whole neck. I know. I want, <laughs> I want a beard. I want a neck beard. <laughs> I want a cooling neck beard. Yeah. <laughs> Please. But really though, that would feel so that good. Feel, oh, just a little addition. We have an update for you. <laughs> Just, just add a we little collab extra on this. piece of fabric. Yeah, or yeah. not fabric. A dongle. <laughs> a dongle. A dongle for my neck mask. Exactly. Do me a favor. Don't do me no favors. Don't talk to me until I have my morning coffee. Don't talk to me until I have my morning coffee. You know what we forgot to do is our taste testing drink. I would like to try it. This is my week. Unsure of how it's going to go with this mask. I, I'm also unsure. I'm also just generally unsure of the flavor. Let's try this drink. It looks fun. Yeah. No, it's a fun one. I it's think... like an extra tall can. Yeah. Extra skinny, extra tall. Ooh. 
I'm sensing some good quality aluminum here. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they, they didn't skimp. This is no Pepsi bottle. Interesting. Well, blind testing is interesting. It really is. What do you think? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> every, every week. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that's good. It's not bad. Yeah, it's a drink. <laughs> you also drink. I like drinks. What are you it picking up? It smells like a creamsicle. Okay, what are what are the notes? Tastes like tangerine. Hmm. Okay. Tropical vibes. Mm-hmm. What would you say like the base of this drink probably is? Sugar. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably correct. Water. Actually, I don't think so. Oh, tea. It's a tea. Okay, and then Wait. insert the trendy hand. ingredient here. It's a yuzu. <laughs> Close. <laughs> it's a mm, blank tea. Sparkling. Think like adaptogenic superfood mushroom? ingredients. Mushroom tea. Turkey tail. I don't know which one, Lime but I just green. know it's mushroom. We gotta oh. unwrap it and look. Fun mushroom tea. Like yeah. this. Mm. To me, it tastes like um, oh, wait. like I Snapple. I saw an ad for this today. You saw an ad for this today? Does it have an astronaut? Yeah. <gasps> yes, I saw. I was looking at their website today, being like, this "Did you just manifest cool. this? Did <laughs> <laughs> you fucking manifest it, bro?" <laughs> Yeah, I was looking at their website today, and they said on their website, sold out, and of course, I wanted it even more. But they're branding Space Tea, the yeah. world's first mushroom tea and lemonade, brewed with reishi and lion's mane. And we're drinking the I golden the golden mango. Yeah, I think it's good. Oh, mango. Okay. I could not place that. It's, it's very mango. It, it tastes like a sweet tea to me. It tastes like almost like a peach tea. I'm into it. How many spaceships out of five would you give this space tea? Four. Nice. Okay. For you're sort overall of a, presentation. Yeah, you're, you're sort of a tough sell. You never really give anyone a five out of five. You're like, mm, <laughs> I like to leave them guessing. You're like that professor who's like, I don't give A's. It's got to be a real special. <laughs> but space tea, also not sold out because you can get it at Erewhon, So Well, oh, it's pretty sweet. Mm-hmm. It, the it's pretty sweet. I think growing. it needs ice. This with a sparkling water. Yeah, I, would, I had a Dilute formative it. moment in my youth where one of my ballet teachers, who was a man, had a son. And he bought him a Snapple and he was like, he poured out half the Snapple and then he poured the other ha- water into the other, into mm. the whatever. Mm. And he's like, now you can drink it because yeah. it has less sugar. And I was just like, whoa, that's insane. That also totally makes sense. Man, that was what my parents used to do. No way. But they were never that strict about stuff like that later. It was when we were super young. I get it. Yeah. And they were like, wait a second. Sugar will fuck you up. I like, mean, I can taste the sugar in my mouth right now. Like, I feel like yeah. I can feel it on my mouth. Did you ever have a tang? No, my mom would never let us buy that. I remember when I first discovered Tang at someone's birthday party or something. I was like, this is crap. (laughs) (laughs) You're like snorting it. Yeah, I remember tasting it. Doing lines of Tang. (laughs) You're like like, seven. (laughs) (laughs) That was the best going to uh, someone's house and like Mm. they have food that you're not allowed to eat. Like like Mrs. Buttersworth maple syrup. We always had natural maple syrup. Yeah. I mean, in Canada. I mean, yeah, of course. But like the the artificial artificial maple syrup is. So good. No, I can't do it. Oh my it. god, it's so, it tastes so good. I love it. I can't. I want to vomit. Oh, going to IHOP and like, oh my god, it's oh, oh it's amazing. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It is an abomination. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you know that in Canada, I actually learned this on Snacks Daily. We love you. <laughs> that Canada has special maple syrup reserves, just in case. Just like how a lot of countries have wheat reserves in case there's wheat shortages. Yeah, that's smart. There's tons of maple syrup reserves. Hey, that's important. They know their worth. Yes. (laughs) It's in maple syrup. cannot make maple candy (laughs) if we do not have these reserves. Yep. It's important. It's a national identity. I was just thinking, what would the United States be? And I was like, racism. Oh, no. We got racism (laughs) in reserves. (laughs) Seriously. What would we have that's like our national identity? Cheeseburgers? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll come back to that. Well, I'll keep percolating. Real quick. We're going to ask some real Americans. Guess what? It grows the economy. Benefits everybody. Hurts nobody. Okay. Speaking of reserves and saving things. Bestie, are you okay? We got to talk to all of the sustainable beauty and fashion PR reps out there who are sending their little emails. Hey, (laughs) burning the midnight oil. Hey, editor, do you want to cover XYZ thing? It's a sustainable beauty brand. It's a zero waste beauty brand. It is a carbon neutral fashion company. No, it ain't, baby. No, it ain't. It's clean. It's green. (laughs) It's neither of those things. It's absolutely none of those (laughs) things. It's a scam. (laughs) It is an absolute scam. You very boldly think that sustainable and green. Clean, green, sustainable fashion and beauty is dead. R.I.P. Or maybe never was. Or went out. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. I think that that's more correct. It's that the bubble has burst. The collective delusion that we could actually make, quote unquote, sustainable fashion. More things is a is redeck. <laughs> we have woken up to it, the era of our ways, and consumers are getting wise. So let's like walk it back a little bit. Green and clean were the like greenwashing is the OG sort of like framework mm-hmm. of understanding. Just because you put organic on something, on the label of something, doesn't mean it's healthy for you. Just because you say no sugar added doesn't mean that there's no sugar. It's marketing speak no, convince people exactly mm-hmm. of one thing when in reality it's not true mm-hmm. at all. And like now we're kind of getting into that with beauty brands are trying to be like, quote unquote, sustainable. Like we're actually trying out as zero waste, apparently. Mascara. Mascara. But like the definition of zero waste, it's not zero waste because it had to get shipped here. Yeah, it's kind of funny. The whole zero waste is a complete misnomer. A hundred percent. Because mm, zero waste means not making anything. <laughs> I've talked about on this podcast yes. before that I was mm-hmm. zero waste for like almost a year. Yeah, yeah. And the reason I stopped doing it was because it felt like ridiculous and crazy Mm -hmm. and so inhibiting but also it's not you can never truly be zero waste you Mm -hmm. can recycle a lot you can Mm -hmm. like live more sustainably in a more sustainable fashion you're not you're never going to be zero waste no it's impossible and last week we were talking about the explosion of brands that are now taking in the full life cycle of the product and taking ownership over it Mm -hmm. and creating more cyclical business practices as a result to kind of come off as more sustainable more eco-friendly more green which is not to say that that isn't moving in the right direction it is but it's also a false promise because they're just taking more control over the actual life cycle of the product but it's not actually more sustainable because it's just capitalism yeah (laughs) they really have to spend more energy to create a, a lot of these new systems to manage all of it but what is happening now is that a bunch of companies are being sued for false advertising and false claims around being green and sustainable and a few notable examples are Alberts for one which I'm very happy about <laughs> boo <laughs> Alberts is not are the, Alberts are ugly sorry if you like them but they're just ugly and they're a prime example of a company that has really ballooned on the promise of a sustainable and environmentally 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 (laughs) friendly product and like a low carbon footprint the plaintiff in this case against Allbirds is citing that their environmental impact assessment tools 
are not actually tracking the footprint of each product. They're tracking it based on the most conservative assumption for each calculation and skewing the calculations in its own favor to make more significant environmental claims. And part of the issue around all of this with brands is a lot of the science around this is confusing. So when it goes to marketing, marketing is not going to be like, okay, so we're going to explain all of this in one page ad succinctly and actually break it down. No, because you Mm -mm. can't do that. So Allbirds, also Oatly, is coming under fire for one of Oatly, their commercials. Oatly. And their claims. Their marketing, are, their, their powers are too good. <laughs> Even with Allbirds, it's really unfortunate because they're misleading animal welfare claims. <clears throat> so they're promoting happy sheep whose wool is at the heart of their products. And when investigated, a lot of the places where they the sheep, harvest the they wool. They said they were depressed. <laughs> not only are they depressed, but they're fucking treated really awfully. They're, no. Yeah, they're stomped on, <gasps> cut open, and killed while conscious. It's a really oh my God. awful thing. Yeah, so a lot of what is in their marketing is all about these happy sheep farms, which I'm only Wait, why do they need to kill true. them? Isn't it just their fur that they It's use? their fur, but you think with sheep, you're just like gently taking off their fur. Yeah. It's, it becomes super aggressive, and like the people <gasps> who work there sometimes are... Mm. You know, not the best people and just like shitty malpractice stuff is happening all the time. So all that to say, they're one example. So is Oatly. So is Tony's Chocolate. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. the. Oh, my God. Can I just tell you a story about the most obnoxious person that ever came to a Shabbat dinner I've had? Oh, And I've had some fucking I've had to kick two people out of Shabbat dinner. Oh, was this one of them? This No, this guy wasn't okay. one of them, but he walked in. He's a vegan. Okay. And listen, I love you if you're a vegan, but not if you come into my house and you do this. Yeah. So he comes into the house and I'd made brisket because it's shabbat and that's a traditional shabbat thing but this guy was like super vegan but like rude vegan you know and he comes in with with tony's chocolates and he's like this is the only slavery free chocolate that exists it's the best chocolate and it's vegan and everything else basically here other than the vegetables is violence (laughs) i was just like okay first of all fuck you dude (laughs) second that chocolate isn't as good as you think it is yeah It's not as ethical as you think it is. They're actually kicked off of that list of slave-free chocolate. Mm. And that's the whole thing is like it's this is one of those brands where they're trying to claim all of this like cruelty-free stuff. But it's pretty hard to make a chocolate that doesn't use child labor. Jesus Christ. They're one of these many companies that has come under fire because it's like, well, actually, there was 1,700 cases (gasps) of child labor in their supply chain. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's not like one or two accidentally got in no but as far as the industry goes chocolate is yeah chocolate's really bad with child Mm -hmm. labor and i can't go into details on that but it's like don't just be who you are tony's chocolate like don't (laughs) fucking make those claims if you're not because you could highlight how fucked up the industry is right because it's really hard to make child labor free chocolate like maybe talk about that yeah the greenwashing, the sustainability washing, it happens in fashion too. Like rent the mm-hmm. runway and rental newly, like we talked about last week. Yeah. It only reduces CO2 by 3% yeah. versus buying new. Like that's not, that's a, a yeah. drop in the bucket. And resale, thrift, the carbon emissions obviated due to resale mm-hmm. is uh, less than one hundredth of 1%. So reselling, like buying something from a thrift store, if you feel like, like if you like it, great. But FYI, it's like not that much better for the environment. There is no such thing as sustainable fashion. What's sustainable is not making new things. So if we keep making new things over and over and over again, even if we bring them to the thrift store, even if we sell them on Depop or Newly, like it's sorry, (laughs) it's just as bad for the environment still. 
as honestly as almost as fast fashion. Well, the interesting thing about all of this too is so many brands get away with then charging more for their products, especially fashion houses where they're mm-hmm. cl- claiming more like of a Ghani. sustainable practice. Yeah, yeah, totally. And people are willing to shell out more money for something that they perceive as sustainable especially in fashion Mm -hmm. and beauty too but fashion especially and (laughs) i saw this headline it's an article in the guardian that says crackdown on sweeping eco-friendly claims hope to boost faith in genuine sustainable products and the first line which i love because this is very much what would be happening in the uk and not here so the cma which is the competition markets authority announced earlier this year that it will name and shame fashion brands (gasps) that are duping customers with sustainability claims and it goes on it and we can link the article in the show notes but the point that they're making is that they're changing the market based on claims that actually have no truth to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the uk is like we're not afraid of shaming people yeah <laughs> we will publicly shame you and yeah. name you. that's so interesting i mean like because the recycling bins that are at like h&m and zara yeah are basically just like a placebo because yeah. that doesn't make you consume less it just mm-hmm. like makes you feel better about buying more things you're just like oh, i'm mm-hmm. trading these things in mm-hmm. but like things that have been upcycled like cotton jeans mm-hmm. they actually are have basically the same impact environmental impact as buying something new and it's like sort of an inequality because it's really expensive to buy something that's been upcycled typically. Any way you slice it, it's all marketing. Mm-hmm. It's all marketing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. This is like very depressing. <laughs> it is. I was like, we should not buy anything. Cancel the podcast. Cancel the podcast. <laughs> Alert. <laughs> but um, we've been talking about for a while seeing this in the beauty and makeup industry of clean is a misnomer because it means nothing. Right. And I have a running list of buzzwords that I think are replacing clean and natural in mm-hmm. the beauty industry including science-backed, medical-grade, dermatologist-tested, mm-hmm. science-driven, chemist-led, peer-reviewed, biotechnology, botanical materials, oh lab-engineered, yes. plant-powered, cruelty-free, personal chemist. It's all about science right now, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah, I think that that's true. That's like where branding will go. But I think what people really need is just transparency. Exactly. Like, just like tell us that it's hard to get rid of child labor. And yeah. like... It's really hard, in fact, and we're doing the best we can. And we still have 1,700 cases of child labor, Tony's chocolates, right? Like, I think that that's really what consumers want. They want to, like, understand how these things work at the root. Like, most consumers really do because we're like, we want to be capitalism critical by, like, knowing what we're critiquing, not just, like, critiquing something out of pocket. We want to understand how things work. So, Okay, I have a pitch for The Honest Company. They rebrand. The dishonest company. (laughs) (laughs) No, they actually become honest. And Mm. they, instead of trying to have whatever their cutesy branding is, Mm -hmm. they actually just list how much it costs to make this, how shitty it is for the environment. Yeah. I want to actually see somebody list on the bottle, this is actually what you're purchasing here. Mm -hmm. I think there's something radical about that, that if that was your brand, you could really lean into it and have fun with it. I think so, too. There are some, I can't remember if it's Zara or H&M. That it tells you like what the mm. load is, like the environmental load on like each product of mm-hmm. like, here's how much energy it costs to make this thing. Mm. And I don't like know how useful it is as a shopper to like see that. Yeah. But it is interesting. Like it's an interesting idea because they're clearly still making it, you know, and it's like, well, OK, what am I going to do? Not you already made it. You already made 20,000 right in the store yeah mm-hmm. so, so really i'm doing something good by buying it. <laughs> right? i'm just taking this off your hands yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i have to complete god cycle. forbid this goes to the landfill because <laughs> no one buys it you yeah. know like i'm really curious like 
what if we like got to vote on these things instead? There are plenty of companies that are creating that and looking at actually like supply chain in that way of mm. we don't want to make too much. So mm. like let's make sure that there's a wait list of X number of people or that yeah. what people want. There's a really cool Italian clothing brand that does this yeah. where um, they only make like two or three things a season mm-hmm. and they're pretty expensive. Mm-hmm. But basically the entire community like votes on what it is and what the details are and the colors that it comes in and they mm-hmm. make exactly enough mm-hmm. and no more. And then that's it. You get it. It's done. I love that. I think it's really cool, actually. I feel like that's like with the drop and replenishment style of supply mm-hmm. chain. I feel like people are moving in, in that direction. Yeah. But I like the voting power. I could see a DAO. Like, For sure. Some, da- some DAOs doing this. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of makeup DAOs that are yeah. like, you know, popping up that are thinking totally. of doing stuff like that. Well, and it's a better way to drive community engagement because totally. then you're actually involved as a community member. Yeah. And if you're the owner of the business, there are a lot of costs and like scary costs that go into making a brand new product. You don't yeah. know, especially yeah. if you're a small business, if people yeah. are actually going to buy it. Like our sweatshirts are made to order. So yeah, exactly. once someone buys one, then it gets made, it gets yep. printed and, you know, packaged here in downtown L.A. But we don't like make 400. No. And that's why they're a little bit more expensive yeah. than, or we have a smaller markup or whatever. They're still a pretty good price for the They're re- Actually, they're a really good price. Our sweatshirt company <laughs> was like, was like uh... <laughs> they were like, wait, you're giving people a really good deal on these. You're not making very much on these. Mm-hmm. It's like, I know, that's not really the point. Like, yeah. whatever. Um, we just want not to, to put like a halo on my head. But it was really illuminating to mm-hmm. understand that a lot of people are marking their sweatshirts up like 75%. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's crazy. Well, actually, in my haunted cart is a uh, brand that is doing something like that that I'm oh, fascinated by. Okay, cool. I can't wait to hear more about them. Our besties in PR who are trying to pitch sustainable beauty, sustainable fashion, eco-friendly, blah, blah, blah. Are they going to get out of this alive or are they going to have to change up the language that they use? I feel bad for people working at agencies who have to deal with, <laughs> quote unquote, sustainable brands. <laughs> Me too. Because they're like, what do we say now? We're just trying not to get sued. <laughs> and they're like, we can't distill this science into one <laughs> quote for the billboard. It's just a foundation. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. It's just a foundation and it works. Yeah. Right? doesn't have to be all these other things. No. Don't yeah. lie. Just like. Don't be what you're not. Yeah. It, it just does what it does. And maybe also, maybe celebrity beauty brands. Maybe we could pump the brakes on them. Does anyone need another celebrity beauty brand? I don't think so. TBD, we're going to make a bracket. There are so many. Did you see that? What's Justin Bieber's wife? What's her name? Haley Baldwin. I wanted to call her Hillary. Yeah, (laughs) Haley Baldwin. Of course. She was coming out with one forever, no? Yeah, she's got it. It's like, it hasn't launched yet, but she officially is like, it's coming out. I'm pretty sure she has genetically great skin. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're naturally gorgeous. And you probably have like (laughs) a really expensive skincare routine that isn't from your products. It's from like dermatologists and med spas and you probably get facials every week you look amazing your skin is great yeah you're beautiful rich girl skin yeah exactly (laughs) rich girls but this is a multi-prong approach i think also us as consumers we can just like understand that it's it's okay to buy new things like but we don't need to get the placebo effect of oh but i'm recycling it for something else that's kind of not really how it works no, but it just feels cheap as a consumer. We're obviously more savvy. We're aware of the intricacies of what that entails. Hashtag everyone knows what supply chain is mm-hmm. and the issues that we're facing globally. Show your customers some respect. Yep. Don't treat us respect like we're done. Respect our intelligence. We're let on us TikTok. Know we will find you out. <laughs> yeah, we will expose you. We will. Just let us know it's bad for the planet. We'll respect you more for your honesty. Yeah, and say <laughs> buy one. Yeah. But that would ruin brands. 
because brands need to sell more than one sweatsuit um, to you. The line would not go up. The exactly. line and the graph See, must go up. And this is the problem. <laughs> and this is why greenwashing with sustainable or whatever is why brands do it because they want you to buy more product like at the end of the day and they want you to feel better about the product that you're buying. You think you're buying something that's recyclable and sustainable and zero waste. Then you're like, okay, yeah, I'm happy to buy more of this. It's not as bad. And Shit, capitalism. Capitalism. Us again. Foiled. Exponential growth. What else is there? I guess we're all just going to have to learn how to sew. I feel like we've talked about this before, but my friend who has a store in Los Feliz mm -hmm. in LA. What's the name of the store? Drop it. Oh, New Highmart. If you know, oh, yeah. you know. New Highmart. It's the best. Richard's the best. But he buys a ton of Japanese products. And there's a few of those craftsmen and suppliers that when the demand is too high, they shut the business down. <laughs> That's They're like, cool. no, that's not the business I'm trying to run. Baller. I will not fill those orders. No, thank you. Because they're like, I won't expand beyond a certain... Because it's so easy. It's so yeah. easy to be like, oh, we can just like scale and scale more, and scale more, and scale. More. Yeah, exactly. But like, yeah, when you are like infusing part of your soul into a business, like yeah. you can't infinitely no. scale it. No, no, no. Anyway, <sighs> it's a, that's part of being a person though on the planet is like grappling with these things, right? And also like grappling with that, the fact that like sometimes purchasing things give us, gives us massive pleasure. Same. Like this face mask is giving me pleasure. <laughs> we worship <laughs> at the feet of companies. We do. One of the books that changed my life is this book, Why We Buy. Mm. I had to read it when I joined Lululemon as mm. an educator <laughs> of, of yoga pants. <laughs> and they gave us like, you know, a library of 10 books to read and we could read like three and I was like I'll read all 10 mm -hmm. obviously Back I'm a good student brown noser this book why we buy was super interesting because mm -hmm. the first chapter is all about like we are constantly shopping mm -hmm. every single thing we do we are shopping or we're yeah. thinking about shopping even if we don't purchase something we're weighing it in our heads mm -hmm. and that has stuck with me because it's so true like when you're bored online you are shopping yeah even if you're just scrolling through instagram yeah. you're still shopping you're clicking on products you're mm -hmm. thinking about how they'll look on you mm -hmm. how much they cost mm -hmm. if you have the money to afford them even mm -hmm. when you're you know going to the grocery store mm -hmm. you're shopping yeah in scott galloway's book the big four he breaks down how apple amazon google facebook mm -hmm. are all playing on our basic needs as human so apple has something to do with the search for beauty and innovation google is the quest for knowledge and curiosity what's amazon shopping <laughs> accumulation we like to accumulate oh and facebook has to do with social status and mm -hmm. being social animals so not to say that capitalism is natural it's not it's a fucked up system but why we buy is also because we're human yeah and why we make stuff so maybe some of these materials aren't technically made from all natural fibers but we made all of the components that are oh, in those yeah. things it goes into that argument of yeah. like is a like city is natural? natural yeah right because humans have made it humans are natural mm -hmm. so like technically anything that we make is natural too there is no binary. Right, right. And <laughs> but like the reason that we buy things is to basically create an identity and understand totally. our identity and project our identity to other people. And so everything from our space tea that we're drinking to yeah. the clothes that we wear to what we buy in secret tells us about ourselves. Yeah. And like carves our identity out for us. And it's going to happen no matter what. Like that is how we exist <laughs> like in the world, right? Yeah. I mean, hence the point of this podcast. And why people worship Elon Musk and <laughs> Bezos and whatever. Because they're like, you know, the gods of our world in a way. Like they're well, power, yeah. the power. If you look at Elon Musk and mm. you say, oh, he's my role model, you are expressing that you're a specific type of person, right? Yeah. Just as the same as if you say he's Satan, he's <laughs> like the devil reincarnate. Yeah. You're also 
expressing to people what you want them to think about you. You're staking your identity in the sand. That's just what we're doing all the time. Totally. But I, and I also think with those people in particular and like tech and a lot of corporations, mm -hmm. it's like, that's the closest thing that we have to some to type heroes. of, yeah, to heroes, mm -hmm. to immense power that mm -hmm. is awe inspiring. Yeah. On some level, we venerate these tech CEOs, especially because we see tech as otherworldly and as utopian and the ticket to immortality in some way right. especially with silicon valley so I plus it's not they're not our government right like they, right. we don't have to opt into them if we don't want to so there's a level i think of like freedom and except elon buys into twitter except for when they start buying up all yeah, media because that's media pretty scary power. i mean bezos already owns washington post exactly yeah. that's what you do when you get rich you buy you, media yeah you, you, <laughs> you buy your own newspaper you uh, yeah. you buy your own media source so you can control, control the media control the narrative not this podcast <laughs> unless Spotify wants to buy us we'd, we'd be super open to it we are not not open <laughs> not sponsored but open to it you know I'm extremely confused you're confused I'm fucking confused bro Hey, it's Michelle just dropping in real quick. I have got some good news for you. We created Quantum Con, the Get Shit Done Weekend, expressly for you, dear listener. Quantum Con is our two-day immersive weekend experience on April 30th and May 1st right here in sunny LA. And we really wanted to make this event, well, mostly because you requested it and we wanted to make something for you, but also because We've been there before, that feeling of being at the edge of feeling burnt out, of having projects that you're really excited about, but just can't seem to get going on and feeling like you're kind of in this feedback loop of always being really busy, but never actually getting anything done. And for us as a team, we found that taking the time to just put our head down, do some deep work and kind of get into, not to sound cheesy, the vortex really makes a huge difference, not just on what we're able to create, but how we feel about our work and what we're here to do. So that's what we've done with QuantumCon. We have programmed it. I've literally thought of everything from breakfast and healthy lunch and all the snacks you could possibly desire to immersive workshops where you can ask questions and get help to a $400 swag bag that is just chock full of goodies that are going to help keep you motivated and focused, cozy, and really like in the zone, for lack of a better word. It's going to be such an amazing weekend. As a heads up, spots are limited. Uh, it is, we're just trying to keep everyone safe and healthy. And uh, we're really excited about this. We want to do more. So if you're excited about Quantum Con, you want it to come to your city, send your friends to LA. And if you're in LA or nearby, or you want to make a weekend trip of it, we'd love to have you. You can sign up at holisticism.party and you can learn more there. They've done studies, you know, 60% of the time, it works every time. I have a sexy, unique scam to talk to you about related to carts. Okay. When you're shopping with a new brand, yeah, and they're like, free shipping, if one, you subscribe, or two, you buy over a certain amount, are you tempted by either? No. Free shipping is not does not move me, does not compel me, but I know it compels many people because yes. many people commented on the TikTok about Athletic Greens that they would not pay 
$10 for shipping on this $90 product. Well, it's such an interesting cognitive bias because it gets people and brands obviously gain this. Because oh my God. Free they shipping. just mark up yeah. everything else, you guys. Exactly. They're not giving you free shipping. No, you <laughs> should pay for the shipping and not buy 20 other things yes. just because you yes. think you should. And it's the same thing with all of their sneaky subscribe and save. No, actually you subscribe and the cost of shipping is padded in. Uh-huh. Exactly. Over time. They've already <laughs> included shipping. Yeah. Like they've, they've cost it out. Don't worry. They're not like, you're not putting them, you're not bankrupting them. And this, unless they're like horrible business owners and they don't know how to run a business. Nothing in life is free, no especially free, free no shipping. No such thing as free lunch. No such thing as free shipping. Yeah. <laughs> it's all baked in somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> yes. But this is going back to our conversation about sustainable label, green label, blah, blah, blah. It's all marketing. You just got to know. That's why we're here to remind you. Be smart. No such thing as free shipping. <laughs> shopping hard left in a haunted cart because <laughs> we yeah, went like we went super heavy <laughs> we went, let's go light let's go airy let's go no thoughts no brain cells no smooth, zero, brain, smooth brain smooth brain so what else what's in your haunted cart this week so this reusable face mask is my numero uno it's called i'm gonna send it to you right now it's called experiment mask it's a reusable sheet mask oh cool speaking of sustainability Sheet masks can go fuck themselves because <laughs> they're really bad. If we want to talk about straws, we need to talk about sheet masks. So this is a reusable sheet mask that you can put any serum under and it has the same effect. And what I think they're doing is they have a wait list going before the product is released. So I think they're also going to mm. base their production on how many people are on their wait list. And their marketing's really cute. Their branding's great. Yeah. I'm down for the cause. So that's, that's cool. my main thing in my cart. And and then I sent you the that weird stool that I'm looking at buying. Oh yeah, but you I gotta talk about it. Buy that. <laughs> I don't know. I just I sat on this in in a friend's studio and. I was like, this is really fun to sit on. And it's very engaging. Basically what it is, is an ergonomic stool. Mm -hmm. And it's on kind of a round base. So it not only like promotes movement, but also helps with posture. Mm -hmm. And you have to engage your body to be able to sit on it. (laughs) To clench your butt. Clench the butt, (laughs) clench the abs. But it also is just really fun to sit on. Nice. Cool. So I want one of these because I feel like it'll keep me a little bit more alert. Yeah. I don't have a comfy desk chair. Yeah. I kind of need to get like a stool or something because I've put the treadmill under the desk and yeah. I'm just standing now. Oh. Stool well. on the treadmill. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. Stool on the treadmill. Mm. I think, although I think we have a stool that I could probably, probably mm. use, mm. you know, re- reduce, reuse, recycle. Exactly. Yeah. I definitely don't need this. <laughs> it feels very excessive. <laughs> but also not Fun. because having a really good desk chair is important. When you sit, you a, sit lot. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Your posture so. is important. It is. Cool. I did buy, it's not in my haunted cart anymore, but I did buy this, which I found out later was more on sale on Derm Store. No. But only buy like five bucks. Okay. Sephora's last day of the sales today, the recording of the pod. Oh my God. I bought that Sunday Riley morning kit. Oh, nice. Because I'm having a lot of skin issues and I need a lot of different products. Like I finished a ton of products. Oh, that feels so good to get to like empties. Yeah. And I was like, I don't really want to go and spend a ton on like two things. So mm-hmm. I'll spend a ton on 10 things. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the solution. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. The little trials are good. Yeah, Sun- I, I really like Sunday Riley's products. Me too. I love them. So I forget what it's called. I think they're morning kit. So I bought that. So it's Does no that longer- have the lactic acid one in it. Good genes, I think. Yes, which is such a good one. I want to try that. I've never tried it before. It I'm off good. my retinol for 
Oh yeah. A little while. And I wanted to try the good jeans. I recommend I've tried that before and I've also tried the CEO vitamin C Uh one and I like it. I really like their Luna, the blue. Oh, that one's holy shit. That works so well. That one is chef's It's so expensive. It is. And there's no good dupes for it. I've like tried everything that is supposed to be a dupe and it's not the same. No, it's true. That is a really good one. It's not in the kit. It's expensive. I bet there's a, a kit of it. Probably, Probably. A night kit because it's a night nighttime thing. I actually think those things are worth it. Like not only I are agree. they good for travel, but good for testing and like they kind of last longer than you think they Honestly, will. Honestly, I kind of prefer travel size stuff. Yeah. I know maybe it's worse for the environment. Although who's uh-uh. to say? Uh-uh. We don't. But know. I feel like I get through the product like in a reasonable amount of time, as yeah. opposed to having something that's like been on my shelf for a year. Right. Which okay, like that may or may not be good. Like things mm-hmm. do go bad yeah. with skincare, and like it feels good to finish something and be like, did this feel like? Did it work? Yeah. No. You Ooh, know. Speaking of fresh skincare, yeah. I f- I'm gonna send it to you. But I saw a brand that their whole marketing, which I'm like, oh, it's fucking smart, is self-activating skincare. Oh, that's cool. So their whole thing is a lot of your products have gone bad already, and you don't even know about it. <sighs> so this is self-activating in that once you essentially mix it, they like send uh-huh. you components to mix. What chemistry and set? Exactly. I for the Desi M set. Or like, what is the brand that they do? The Ordinary? People like people love that stuff. Oh, yeah. They love being able to like mix together all their own products. That, that seems like such a good idea. Yeah. How about That's you? Cool. What's in your cart? Okay, I have a couple things in my cart. I did have some impulse buys that I did. I mm-hmm. I saw the new About Face products and I was like, I need to, I need to get these Which things. <laughs> they, have, they came out with all these eye paints that oh, I'm wearing one right now. It's just like a brown and I really oh, like it. Pretty. Yeah, but I got a blue one and then I got a like baby pink one. Ooh, and they're cool. They're just like super pigmented and they're super easy to put on with like, I can put them on with my finger nice. or you can draw like more angular lines and stuff. But mm. you know, the angular sort of euphoria look of like extremely perfect eye makeup is going out. Oh. It's the Julia Fox eye is in of just like smudge, sort of like rusty looking, almost like, dirty like day after slept in makeup yeah mm. it's coming back in we it's love this i love very this. early aughts <laughs> <laughs> i'm all for the low maintenance <laughs> yeah same I, <laughs> I i'm one of those people who never used like eye makeup remover growing up because my mom was like just wash your fucking face so That's i felt like i, I always feel. had stuff underneath my eyes uh, like you know next day yeah. like eyeliner but i, I guess i still like that. like the look <laughs> yeah i'm like i don't know i don't, I don't mind it yeah <laughs> But little raccoon. I ended up buying yeah three of those colors, and then they have this like lavender highlight that I'm wearing right now that I just like love. It is so cute. So that's what I got from About Face. And then I'm looking at a couple of things. Undo Hairwear. Have you heard of this brand? Mm -mm. It's so cute. Okay, let me send it to you. It's I'm (laughs) in the market for new shampoo. I really need new Um, shampoo. It's not shampoo. It's hair accessories, basically. Oh, oh. Little clippies. Oh, I love little barrettes. Little combs. Oh, just like cute shit. I'm pretty sure that their their tagline is cute stuff for cool people, (laughs) (laughs) which just is like I like that. I like it a lot. Have you? Okay, what do we think about the quality? Do we think these are going to be AliExpress situations? No, I think that these are pretty nice. Nice. Like I like some of them are matte. This is very. They're really cute. I am kind of a slut for um a clip mm-hmm. a large clip a small mm-hmm. clip a claw clip really anything of the size of the sort and i think that these are really adorable and i think that there's some sort of biodegradable better for the environment element to them but i just really like the branding and i think they're cool love it so maybe i'll add those to cart also this one's kind of gross but armra colostrum i keep getting like ads for this 
Have you heard of this brand? That sounds really familiar. I think I might have sent it to you in the group text. Let me pull it up. And I don't even like really know if like colostrum is what you is what you need. Basically, like calling itself the first smart superfood that builds back your immune barrier, harnessing the power of over 200 plus functional research-backed nutrients from colostrum, which I'm pretty sure is like the stuff that comes out before, like pre-boob milk. Yes, it's the first form of milk produced by the mammary glands of mammals. So yeah, it's like the pre-milk. It's like, yeah, because I think that's what actually so gets clogged when you have mastitis or what's it called? I have no idea. I do not know about that, but rich in antibodies. So is this from cows? Yeah, I think it's from cows. God, I hope it's from cows. <laughs> it says uh, a sticky white or yellow fluid secreted by the breast during the second half of pregnancy and for a few days after birth before breast milk comes in. So, okay, let's look at the science. What is? Amra colostrum concentrate. So that must be, this must be their own like proprietary. Okay, yes. Okay, they say colostrum is a natural superfood produced by all mammals in the first 48 to 72 hours after birth. For 300 million years, it served the vital function of protecting and strengthening the mucosal barriers of infants before their own barrier matures, called liquid gold. Okay, so obviously, maybe not obviously, it's expensive because you, there's only a certain time, like a, a, a limited time period that you can get it when you're like, quote unquote, harvesting it or whatever. It's not just like milk where you can go and like milk the cow. It's like a certain specific period of time. Right. I wish they were a little bit more transparent about that here. I'm like, where's the cow? Also like, don't the baby cows need it? Yeah. (laughs) Right? Take it from the baby cows. Yeah, like you have, that means you have to be taking it from the baby cows, I'm assuming. Yeah. And the baby cows must need it. (gasps) I don't like this. I don't either. But they keep, so they, this is why it's in my haunted cart because they keep they are like they're really peppering me with ads on Instagram and I feel like I can't get away from them. I'm also like, what the fuck is this? I also have a conspiracy about things that are hard to say will never take off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, that's a, that's a, that's a good bet. No, like you, you're not going to be like, Oh, it's just my colostrum. Yeah. No, everything about this brand, it's Armra. Armra. It should be Amra. Yeah. (laughs) Come on, make it simple for us. And it shouldn't be colostrum. It should just be like strum. They make up their own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Make up your own word. Come on, people. It's not gonna do Anyways, that. it's a, it's probably going to stay in the haunted cart because I'm just like a little too skeeved out to do that. Stop taking from baby cows. Yeah, I just don't feel good about that. But, you know, no shade to someone who that's your thing. And then I, I really want it. I, I'm not going to talk about the nugget ice maker, but it is on my list. And um, bathing suits. It's bathing suit season. I know. I'm not ready. I went on Aerie. Oh, and there's some I cute stuff there. Aerie. I have Aerie's two bathing best. suits I got from there last year that I'm obsessed with. Aerie's the best. Yeah. We love Ari. Also, great prices. And I would say, like, middle of the road quality material. I would say material. pretty good quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I don't mean that negatively at all. <laughs> I guess for a swimsuit, there's kind of good quality and then shit. Horrible quality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like Kylie Swim yeah. or everything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love an Aries bathing suit. Me too. I wore, I got some bathing suits from Revolve when we went on our honeymoon. And then I brought my you know, airy bathing suits. And I think that the airy bathing suits are better quality than the Revolve ones. And the Revolve ones were really expensive. Mm. I don't understand expensive swimsuits. I know. It's a, it's like the underwear thing. Like, Ugh. why am I paying for so for such little amount of fabric? This is another area where I'm like, that's why you're richer than us, boys. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> because you don't have to pay for <laughs> underface masks, first and foremost. <laughs> you do not have to wear chin masks. Second, you just have to you get to have beards. And third, all of your swim trunks are the same cost. As and your you boxers. wear them for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 
ridiculous. It's offensive. I'm into the Speedo look, though. For men or women? For men. <laughs> and women. Yeah, I don't think a Speedo really ever goes out of style. It's it's a European look. It is. And you have to just be like body pause, you know? Body pause. <laughs> <laughs> Embrace it all. Yeah, just like live. Live, laugh, love. Body pause. Jump into the pool. Speedo it up. Dive on in. Yeah. So the haunted cart. It's pretty haunted. I also bought some things from the Sephora sale. What'd you buy? I can't remember. <laughs> I blacked out? <laughs> I blacked out, yeah. No, I like added a bunch of things to the cart, and then I was like, no! <laughs> I deleted a bunch of things. What are we giving away this week? Our B. Last week, we didn't announce the winner. Our BB. Our BB for the Savage Fenty Baroque Bra. And we do have a lovely winner. So thank you all for sending in your lovely reviews. This week's winner is the lovely Nikki D from NB. Nikki, is that you? Nikki? Nikki? Is that you? Do we know you? Um, Send us a DM. Send us a DM at goodforyoupod with your address. And we will hook you up with the Fenty Baroque Bra. Thanks for your review. We appreciate you. And because we forgot to announce last week's winner, uh, that means that you have one more week to potentially win the Bala Bangles. Bangles, the Bala Bangles. <laughs> Which are really nice, and I'm I'm kind of, I'm tempted to buy them for myself, even though I already have arm weights. I am too. I, I thought w- about them multiple times this week. Anyways, you guys can win some Bala Bangles. We still are obviously captivated by them. <laughs> <laughs> they are haunting our cards. And all you need to do is review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. So go ahead and leave a review. We'll announce the winner next week. And if you want to go ahead and smash the subscribe button and the five-star rating on Spotify, that really helps us get found by more people and helps us make this gorgeous, gorgeous content for you because... Thank you so much. We, we appreciate, appreciate it. You. We think, thanks for thanks listening. For listening. Share this with one friend who you think would love it. Maybe an unhinged friend. Just one. You only need one friend, really. That's it. Okay, we'll see you next week. Don't change. Or do. Bye.